When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. Everything Medicare Podcast Nation. This is Christian Brindle, wherever you are and however you might be listening to me today. Thank you so much for taking the time. For those of you that are unfamiliar, my name is Christian Brindle. I own and operate a company called Christian Brindle Insurance Services located about 20 minutes outside of Salt Lake City, Utah. And we work with people in 10 states at the moment on the Medicare health plans. And on this podcast, once a week on Mondays, we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. Folks, we are still, I mean, it's been going on probably for about six months now, but we are in still in, in, in the middle of a, of a worldwide, really, if you think about it, pandemic with the coronavirus, with this COVID-19 thing. And it's made life change for all of us, in my opinion, in at least some way or another. Some of us are probably more impacted than others. But one thing that we can all agree on, and I don't think there's any evidence to to dispute what I'm about to say, the people that are impacted more than anyone are, number one, older folks, people on Medicare for the most part. Number two, people with pre-existing health conditions of sorts. Typically, people with, you know, um, asthma, people that take inhalers, people with problems with their lungs, something like that. Those are the people that are most impacted because this is a sickness and a disease that kind of like bronchitis or pneumonia or something like that typically attacks your lungs in a fluid-like matter. We know this. And life has been different for all of us in some form or fashion. Now, what do we know about COVID-19? Well, we know that 97 to 98% of the people, depending on your source, recover, make a full recovery. That's what I've known. That's what I've been under the impression of from everything I've read and studied. I mean, obviously, I'm no doctor. And I don't pretend to be one. I'm just a guy in front of a microphone talking to you about Medicare. I'm talking to you about a topic that needs to be heard but not anybody really wants to talk about or is unwilling to talk about because they don't want you to know the truth about a lot of things. I mean, the, I mean, this show has been dedicated to the truth and nothing but the truth, so help you God. <laughs> um, essentially, folks, if you go to the store, if you go out in public, in most areas, you have to wear a mask in most places of the country. Here in Utah, where I live, 
it's it's a it's a county mandate where if you go out in public and you're not wearing a mask, you can get in trouble for it. Not everybody abides by that and they just kind of do whatever they want, but a lot of businesses won't let you in unless you're wearing a mask. Um a lot of places like gyms um will have to basically have you reserve your spot. So my I I turned 28 years old last week. On Thursday, the 13th actually, it was my was my 28th birthday. Um a lot of you reached out to me to wish me a happy birthday, so I really really appreciate that and I really um would like to thank anybody that took the time um that listens to us on a weekly basis. But basically I turned 28 years old. Um is a typically a tradition that my wife and I will go out and do something fun together, just the two of us on my birthday, because that's basically what I want to do. I don't want to spend time with anybody but my wife on my birthday. Um, so we went to a theme park we have here in Utah called Lagoon. It's the closest thing we have to a Six Flags or something like that. It's not even anywhere close to the size of a Six Flags, but it's like our one and only really amusement park and theme park we have here in Utah. Um, I had to reserve my my days and my times that we were going to be there. I typically try to go to the gym every morning. I'll probably go at least three times a week. Goal is always five or six, but I'll go in the morning. I'll wake up early. I'll go to the gym in the morning and I go to Vasa. They they want me to reserve my times that I'm going to be there. It's a different world we live in. A year ago, a company like Zoom was just a little tiny, you know, almost, I mean, almost like a startup, right? I mean, was it really that big of a company? They were on the stock exchange, but barely, right? I mean, I guess you could argue they were a publicly traded company, but they were not a humongous company. Look at what they are today. They've become one of the fastest growing companies in the world, if you think about it, because of the need for the service they put out to the marketplace and to the world that has instantly, instantly, overnight, become so valuable to people, so valuable to us. I just got off a Zoom call with someone on the other part of the country. It's definitely um, helped us stay in communication with people. But this is a different world. And Zoom has basically been, and a lot of other platforms, not just Zoom, but they have been basically aggressively taking the precautions to um, update their technology as much as possible because they need to keep up with the rapid amount of new users they are taking on on a daily basis and how much more traffic is being had on a daily basis. There were a couple of times I read that they the platform crashed because it couldn't handle all the people on it. It wasn't ready for that type of growth in such a short amount of time. They've had to kind of go with the flow. You know, innovate on the fly. And um it's very interesting. It's a new world. You know, I did something called continuing education last week, the day after my birthday, the 14th on Friday, which is basically something, it's a class I have to sit through. Um, I have to get a certain amount of hours every two years to renew my insurance license. Every insurance agent has to do it. If you're in the insurance business, you know all about continuing education. Um, we had to we had to do our final little bit. Um, we had done some of it already, but we had to do a final little bit to get the remaining hours done this past week. And there was a group of us that typically we all get together here at the office and the instructor comes out um, and we all do it together and we sit, you know, and we, we listen to the guy this year. 
Never, ever had anything like this happen before. We're all in the same state. But the instructor's over 70. He doesn't want to sit in a room with us and put himself at risk. So we did the whole thing on Zoom, the entire thing on Zoom. It's a new world we live in today. And I think it's a conversation that we need to have. Should you, my audience, people on Medicare, be letting insurance agents into your homes this coming fall for open enrollment? Should you? In years past, it was common practice for an insurance agent to stop by, you know, the whole I'll be out in your area kind of thing, that bullshit they say when they're really nowhere near you and they're just making an excuse to come by. Right? I mean, we all know. I mean, right? We all know. If you don't know, now you do. Um, but it's always been common practice. Have an insurance agent come to your home. Uh, meet up at a senior center or some kind of event to sit with a group of other people in a room, maybe 100 people or so, and hear a presentation about a certain plan during open enrollment from October 15th to December 7th. A lot of you that are listening that have been on Medicare for some time, that's probably what you're accustomed to doing. This year is going to be a little different. Folks, I'll take a quick break here from this week's sponsor. Um, but I have a lot to say about what I think this coming upcoming open enrollment is going to look like and um, what you should be watching out for, what you should be careful about, and what you should be aware of. And um, I have a lot to say. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after this quick break. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me through that break. Let's get into this. So, like I said at the end of the segment, last segment, this is going to be a different time. This is going to be different for all of us, I think. For us as insurance agents, for people in the insurance industry, but also for you, the consumers. You, the people that are actually on Medicare... You probably are used to having someone come to your home or going out to an event or something like that. I bet you don't feel that way this year. Nor should you. No one no one would blame you. No one in their right mind would. The, mo- the, the, the data we have says that the most susceptible people to the coronavirus are people over the age of 60. And... Um, doesn't seem like it's something to play with for those people in that age demographic. It's an incredibly um, transmittable sickness. You may have known someone that has suffered with it. You might even know someone that died from it. I know several people that had a friend or loved one or someone they knew pass away from it. I, I personally don't know anybody, but it's probably been a lot more serious than anybody could expect. I didn't expect that. When I first heard about it, I thought it would be another H1N1. Go back and listen to my podcast the first time I ever talked about it. I was all, I was wrong. I was off. I thought it was going to be another H1N1, you know, a swine flu thing, bird flu thing, you know, Ebola, you know, just something that would blow over for the most part. Hasn't been that. 
It just kept going and going and going and going and going and impacting our lives for the most part. Here's my thoughts. Let's get to the skinny. If I were you, if I was on Medicare, I would not let one insurance agent set foot in my house this upcoming open season. For the most part, these people are strangers. And you don't, and, and here's the, here's the other thing. How many people do you think they've, if they're coming to your house or they're offering to come to your house, how many other people's houses do you think they've been in that day, that week, that month? We know that it can take up to 14 days, sometimes longer for people to develop symptoms. That person could just be like, uh, you know, a, a, a walking pathogen. And going in and out of people's houses and just devastating people. Now, yes, the numbers have been going down. The cases have been going down. It looks like we're getting closer to the end rather than being in the beginning. I hope anyway, based on what I've seen. But that being said, this is not going to be over by the time open enrollment comes. In the Medicare world, you have from October 15th through December 7th to make changes, but the marketing, the commercials, the advertising is probably going to start mid-September, if not October 1st. And I believe, at least for the rest of this year, that we life is pretty much going to be what it is right now. Restrictions, masks, reservations, sanitation for businesses. Being careful. Taking extra precautions. I would not expect things to be completely back to normal by October. Could things possibly be better? Yes. Could they possibly get worse as things start to cool down as far as temperatures around the country? That could be a possibility, right? I mean, it, it sounds probable to me. Not that I'm a doctor or I'm, a, I'm an expert on the fact, but I have heard that <laughs> from people that are. Both of those things. I would not expect anything to be changed dramatically from now until October. You know, we had that second wave. Who's to say we won't have a third wave, right? I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I don't know. I don't know any more than you do. But what I do know is if I was a senior and I was on Medicare, I would not be comfortable letting an agent come into my house. You don't know who they've been in contact with. If they talk to 100 people that week, which some of them will, and they'll do it in person, right? They'll be in their presence and all this stuff. Even if they're wearing a mask, I don't particularly believe that. I mean, they could they could touch something and maybe they didn't hand sanitize good enough and it's just a little bit on their hands and they touch your chair or you touch that chair later that day. I mean, this thing can live on surfaces for a long time. The What I would recommend for anybody on Medicare is I would, I would have the conversations with your insurance agent over the phone and on Zoom. I've done so many Zoom appointments with clients of mine and people that wanted to talk to us about plans, um, and it's worked out just fine. It's worked out just fine. I've been able to show them every single thing through emailing them things to look at while we talk to sharing my screen on Zoom and showing them things while we talk right then and there. I mean, 
it's it's simply put, it's one of those things that, in my personal opinion, there's there's no reason to let someone in your house because there's so many more effective and safe ways for you to get your plan revisited. At the very least, we've had people come into our office, but we have control in our office. If someone else comes in, we can clean, we can sanitize, we can take precautions, we can make our office as safe an environment as possible. I can't do that as much if I'm going into your house and then I'm going into your neighbor's house and I'm going into your sister's house. So we're probably going to have, probably what we're going to be doing this upcoming open enrollment period with our own clients and customers is we're going to be having people come into the office that would like to see me face to face. But for the most part, we'll probably be doing most of our interactions over the phone and through Zoom for people that are in other states. Of course, I mean, I'm not going to go to your house if you're in another state, even if this wasn't a pandemic, right? I'm not going to jump on a plane and fly to see you. That's silly. <clears throat> I don't have time for that. Um, but for our clients here in Utah, where our office is, that's probably where the way we're going to, 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 to do it. And I would encourage you to probably adopt that philosophy. I would not let an insurance agent come into your home. Is it worth potentially your life? your livelihood, your health. Stay safe. Do things virtually. Do things over the phone. Keep your distance. Don't, don't get within 100 feet of your insurance agent. Not because they're bad people. Not because they're, they're out to get you. I'm not, not, they're wolf, wolves in sheep's clothing. That's not what I'm saying. But they're, they could be carriers of the virus. And um, this thing ain't over yet. Anyway, folks, um, just wanted to make a sh- make a, make an episode about that. I threw something that was weighing heavy on my heart, and I think a lot of people need to see that. Um, I think you're going to be better off taking these precautions. You're going to reduce your risk tremendously, and you're still going to be able to get your plan revisited and get everything taken care of that you need done during open enrollment. As always, folks, if you live in one of the 10 states that we're licensed to help people with their Medicare plans, we have access to every single insurance company available in the industry today, and we carry a majority of the top insurance companies, the largest insurance companies, and we can basically sort through the options to help you find the best available fit based on your needs and preferences. Our office number is 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. Ask for Christian. I'd be happy to talk with you. We work with people in the states of Utah, of course, Idaho, Colorado, Oregon, Washington, California, Texas, Virginia, South Carolina, and Florida. Again, that's Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Oregon, Washington, California, Texas, South Carolina, Virginia, and Florida. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Um, I appreciate you more than you know, and we're going to have some fantastic episodes coming up for you in the next couple of months growing into the enrollment period. We're, lo- we're only, a, only a couple months away, maybe a little bit less. Thanks for the time, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with you next week. Have a fantastic week. And I can't wait to talk with you next Monday. Take care. 